Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals Show. Why did I do that with my voice? Hey, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. It is a Black Joy Friday. You know what we do on Fridays. We try to give you nothing but good news. Today is December 8th, 2023. It is National Brownie Day. Big fan of the brownie. Big fan. Not a big fan of chocolate, but I love the brownie. Okay? Okay. Because the love of the baked good overpowers the dislike mm. of the chocolate. Mm. Yeah. Also, okay. I feel like it's just the, the form that the chocolate is in because I love me some chocolate ice cream. Big so fan. we learned this week you don't like cookies, but you like brownies, but not chocolate, but baked goods. We learned a lot. Correct. Things we learned this week. Things you learned this week. All right. Well, we're spreading black joy all day. We're also going to play the word game. We've also got my public seals announcement and things I learned this week. The Blacksmith and more. All of that is coming up because, you know, every Friday it's a good time. All right. So don't go anywhere. Hit us up. one 855 amanda H. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And you know, every Friday we like to do this. A story of black joy. All right, y'all. So we're taking it to the Bronx, New York for this one. So in many communities, as we know, barbershops are a community hub. And first grade teacher Alvin Irby of the Bronx is now filling them with books to help young boys find excitement in reading with his nonprofit called Barbershop Books. Love the name. We love alliteration. So his nonprofit has bought more than 50K free children's books to more than 200 barbershops in predominantly black neighborhoods across the country. He said that after the pandemic, math and reading scores in the U.S. dropped to levels that he hadn't seen for decades. Yet literacy rates have long been lower for black students. Only 17% of black fourth graders are proficient in reading, and that number is likely even no lower for boys who consistently score lower than girls in reading. So Mr. Irby wants to encourage boys to read for fun on their own and not just, you know, associate reading with something you do at school. And in barbershops, he's partnered with the Irby involves the barbers as well in his mission, also training them to engage boys about reading. So, you know, it's the whole community thing. The boys in a barbershop getting a fresh cut, a fresh fade and a book. We love it. We do. I mean, I think that's also a great opportunity for like speaking to your your audience. Right. It's mm-hmm. like you can get things to people. At the in this place where you already know they're already gonna go, you know right. that folks is coming to get their head done. You know it, so they're going there. They're going there. It's like it's really ingenious. So shout out to Mr. Irby, and um, we are in a situation where we absolutely have to take matters of education into our own hands as Black people. Mm-hmm. So wherever we can sneak it in, you know, in uh, even less conventional spaces, we got to do it. So I love his innovation here, and we support it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got more Black Joy stories for you on the way, so don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. Seal show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. It's time for us to play a little word game. All right, we've got the team on the line. All right, we got Rita, we got DJ Supreme, we got uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible. 
So you know the way it works. Every day I give y'all a word of the day. And at the end of the week, I test the Amanda Seals show squad to find out, you know, who has retained the actual vocabulary. Now, Rita Brent last week really uh, bounced back. Previously, she was definitely in a slump, but looks like she studied last week and she came through. Let's see if she can keep it up this week. Uh, first and foremost, we always got to find out what your buzzers are. So let's start with Jeremiah Like the Bible. What is your buzzer to join the game? Hell, you talking about? That's my buzzer this week <laughs> in honor of my roots in Atlanta, Georgia. Hell, you talking about? Okay, DJ Supreme. Figgy, figgy. To honor my nice. roots as a That's DJ. A DJ. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, comedian Rita Brunch. And musician. Yes, Rita Lord. Brent. Yes, Lord. To honor my roots as a Mississippian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's her Mississippi <laughs> troops. All right. All right. So we've got our buzzers. The way this is going to work is today, I'm going to give you the definition and you'll give me the word. All right. So we're switching it up a little bit. All right. Switching it up a little okay. bit. Now, remember, we've also added that if you spell the word, that gives you another opportunity for a second point. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first word. First definition. To cause to divide into two branches or parts. Piggy, piggy. Yes, DJ Supreme. That is to bifurcate. Bifurcate. That is correct. Yeah. Now, Rita Brent, in your case, I will say I think there actually is some technical latency here, which means you're just going to have to listen faster. You're just going <laughs> <laughs> oh, to listen faster. Like, I, I know I got it in first. Right. I know how to spell that as All right, well. can you? Oh, do you? Please yes, let share. Yes, yes. It is B-I-F-U-R-C-A-T-E. That is correct. That is correct. All right. Two points on the board for Supreme. Let's keep it going. The definition is to hit someone or something very hard. Figure, figure. Yes, Lord. What's talking about? DJ Supreme. Yes. What? Smite. Come on now. Smite. And to spell that is S-M-I-T-E. Yes. That is correct. That is correct. What's the past tense? You used to smite since you know everything. Smitten. So I get another point for that one as well. That is absolutely Yo, Supreme is cheating. (laughs) Supreme is cheating. This man has sabotaged my Wi-Fi because I can hear myself speak first. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm challenging. I'm throwing in the red flag. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, because there is a tech issue, we have to account for that. So I'm going to give you the opportunity, Rita, to give us this answer first. An adjective most often used in formal speech and written to describe something that is very well expressed or suited for some purpose or situation. Okay, see now you you know that you have to say what you're talking about. Is it felicitous? Felicitous. Yeah, that's the word. Felicitous. All right, uh, can you spell it for us? F E L I C I T O U S. That is another point for me to break. All right, last one. This refers to the collective thoughts, ideas, and opinions of a group of people. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Rita Brent. Thank you. Hive mind. Hive mind. That is correct. And how do you spell it? H I V E. M-I-N-D. 
That is correct. Looks like we have a tie. And you know what? Here at the Amanda Seal Show, we don't even do a tiebreaker. It's a Friday. You know what? It's even more joyous that both of y'all won. So you know what? Congratulations. DJ Supreme looks very salty. Uh (laughs) I think I was first on that hive mind one, but we I was first on the first two. So now what? Let's everybody keep it on the up and up, all right? That's how it's going down here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got two winners, but really all of us are winners because we all just expanded our vocabulary. <laughs> We're listening, laughing, and learning. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, since got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Anyways, to everybody out there who has loved somebody that uh, I believe everybody deserves love, but I don't believe that everybody should get the opportunity to receive what they cannot reciprocate. So to all my folks out there that have been in that situation on this Sunday, release it. Release them. Release yourself from the because I know I will beat myself up like you really got played. But ultimately, you know, when someone plays a good person, they end up playing themselves. And that's really all it boils down to. But I do want my money. I do because we had an agreement. Mm hmm. And that it is truly. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say it. The Amanda Seal Show. Lying to you, Jack. We ain't nobody fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I'm not available to take your call right now, but I want to know what's on your mind. So you know what to do with the beep. Leave me a message. Hey, Amanda. Hey, everybody. Calling in on the topic about, you know, parenting and these young ladies and men, you know, that, uh, you know, out here getting pregnant or whatnot. You know, that's a tricky topic, especially, you know, knowing that the young lady was 15. So I'm assuming she's about a freshman in high school. And so, like I heard one of your co-hosts say, you know, sometimes the child um, has gotten all of the tools that they've needed and, you know, they're just, you know, cry out for attention. But I would say in her situation, a lot of the times, that's why I I stay on top of my daughter. Um, I make sure my daughter knows she's beautiful all the time. I call them sweet little nothings. You know, these little boys nowadays will whisper sweet little nothings in your ear. And when you're raising a young lady that is insecure and doesn't really know her worth and, you know, her value, uh, she can, you know, become, you know, uh, weak to any young man wanting to say anything sweet in her ear. My daughter 
knows exactly how to move when she's out here with these little boys because she knows she's beautiful. You can't tell her nothing she hasn't heard. She understands sex, you know, safe practices and what happens and the consequences behind that. And unfortunately, you know, it's just, like you said, it's tricky because if, if my 15-year-old daughter, with everything that I have taught her, came home and I found out she was pregnant, I know I wouldn't put my child out. Period. Right. But she sounds like she is a parent who's very like tapped in to mm-hmm. seeing beyond the trees for her daughter. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, mm-hmm. let me get ahead of the curve. And I feel like, I don't know, but it seems like she's also speaking from her own experience, maybe, you know what I'm saying, of what she would have wanted or maybe what she got. So right. shout out right. to parents who are definitely like thinking of their child in the whole world, not just their world. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. your favorite comedian and common sense specialist what's cracking y'all it's friday december 8th 2023 and we gotta send a big happy birthday out to ms Nicki minaj who we all were very surprised to see in the studio with keisha cole and monica that was super random but much appreciated also chrisette michelle who is a new honorary member of zeta phi beta sorority incorporated and uh it's also dwight howard's birthday dwight howard was recently in the news and it had nothing to do with basketball and we're not even gonna bring it up all right now coming up this hour we're gonna continue to do what we always do every friday we're going to spread black joy also we got the people versus who is it gonna be this week and things I learned this week. All right, we're going to check the voicemail. We're going to do all these things. It's all happening right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seals Said It, all right? And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Our phone lines are always open. All right, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. Your favorite comedian and common sense specialist is chiming in with some goodness, some love, some joy on one of these fun day Fridays. What's up? A story of black joy. All right, y'all. So the singer The Weeknd is using his resources to aid the people in Gaza in a major way. So as the United Nations World Food Program Goodwill Ambassador, the multi-platinum artist is directing $2.5 million from his EXO humanitarian fund towards the humanitarian's response to the efforts in Gaza. So his donation basically will equate to about 4 million emergency meals, which provides 820 metric tons of food parcels that could feed more than 173,000 Palestinians for two weeks, according to the World Food Program USA. The assistant also consists of moving trucks that will be filled with fresh bread, fortified date bars, canned food, wheat flour, pasta, tomato paste, and oil in all the hard-to-reach areas that have been previously inaccessible. United Nations Food the United Nations World Food Program announced back in March 22, 2022 that it had officially partnered with The Weeknd to launch the EXO Humanitarian Fund. You know, it's great to see people and celebrity really, you know, reach out to people in Gaza and help them as we know they're in need right now. I mean, the frustrating part about this is that, you know, for a lot of the people of Gaza, like they're not even able to get the aid that it was being sent right. to them. 
Um, It is really a humanitarian effort that a lot of people want to be a part of and that Mm -hmm. unfortunately the Israeli government is really putting the kibosh on. Uh, But nonetheless, I know that there's a lot of folks like myself who the second we're able to go to Gaza, I'm going to go. Like the, the, the opportunity to be a part of rebuilding this place of beautiful people who are at the hands of a government um, that is, you know, committing an onslaught among them is something that I want to be a part of too. So shout out to The weekend and, um, you know, really putting his name on it. I think there's probably right. a lot of folks that are helping in the background, you know, that mm-hmm. may be donating in the background, but that just don't want to be associated with it because of their perhaps fear or concern um about what their you know career could be but shout out to weekend who's like now nah, i got enough money for y'all to blacklist me it's fine <laughs> all right we'll be right back to the amanda seal show we got more black joy stories for you on the way the amanda seal show we up we up we up mcdonald's is not new to chicken So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and it is time for us to get into The People Versus. All right, y'all. So this week is The People Versus Lil Nas X. So last week, Lil Nas posted a new song snippet on social with the caption, y'all mind if I enter my Christian era and posted this song. (laughs) Let's take a listen. Father, scratch my Well, of course, he faced a lot of backlash from people who believed he was mocking the Christian faith, including, surprisingly, Tyrese. Tyrese What did he say? Wait, what did he say in the song that was mocking Christian faith? Well, more so just because of who he is and his reputation of, like, you know, things he's done in the past. Um, Oh, the devil stuff. devil shoes, you know, all those different things. So Tyrese kind of line and said, y'all go learn to stop playing with God. God does not be played with. From shoes with devil signs and devil's blood in the shoe sole. Do you live your life? Do what makes you happy? But y'all better stop playing with Jesus out here. And people agree with Tyrese. And other people support it. Um, Lonai, somebody said, have you ever read about the Apostle Paul? He was a he was the Christian's number one enemy and then turned to God. So no one's perfect. Somebody else said, not y'all hogging Jesus. Thank <laughs> you. Somebody else said, it's the Christians in the comments doing the most, doing what they do best, judging. Um... But Lil Nas X did, you know, come out and give his thoughts. He said, making Christian music does not mean I cannot perform oral sex anymore. Two things be, the two things are not mutually exclusive. I'm allowed to get on my knees for multiple reasons. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all see everything I do as a gimmick when in reality, I'm just an artist expressing myself in different ways, whether I'm a cowboy, gay, satanic, and now Christian, y'all follow, y'all find a problem. Y'all don't police nobody else's art like mine. Y'all hate me because I'm fun, cute, and petite. But ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Amanda Supreme and TJ, what are your thoughts before I get my verdict? Order in the court. You know, I feel like the artist performer space is all just a bunch of show. So mm-hmm. I think that's really what, you know, he has already shown us that like, that's what he be on. Like he's going to just do whatever he want to do and people fall for it every time and they engage mm-hmm. with it. I mean, it's a nice song. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say at first, because all I could think of was the demon shoes and all of that. <laughs> But Jesus would actually be happy that he made this song. And like you said, Amanda, it's not a bad song. I was like, oh, okay. You know, if you hear the whole song, you can, it's a vibe, you know, so it's a certain vibe into it. So I think after hearing it and thinking further about it, you know, to go from demon shoes to a, to a gospel song, that's a good transformation. It's the demon shoes for me. <laughs> I was, um, I was with him. I thought it was all right until he started talking about getting on his knees and all of that. Like, why we got to over-sexualize anything, my guy? Like, yeah, yo, you got to relax. Because he just be, cl- he's trolling yeah. because yeah. they over-sexualize him. That, no, but that's really what I think is happening in that situation. People always over-sexualize him. And so he's like, you know, I'm responding to y'all. I feel you, I feel you. So when it comes to my work, you guys, now... For the record, I don't believe in pe- people playing with, you know, people's religious and spiritual stuff, you know, whatever religions you are. But if he's not trolling, I'm all for it. You know, if Lil Nas X want to, you know, make a joyful noise and to the, lo- to the Lord, dance like David dance, Lil Nas X. And <laughs> that's my favorite. So who are you with? I'm with Lil Nas X on this one. We watching you. We watching you. <laughs> all right. Y'all heard it right here. That's the People Versus on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yeah. Shout out to you, Seals, for being a real one. You trying to learn. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it's time to get into some things I learned this week. Okay, so first and foremost, I don't know if y'all know this, but I had always thought that Anne Frank, you know, the diary Mm -hmm. of Anne Frank, Anne Frank, like I always thought that she wrote her diary because she was at that age where you like get a diary, you know, and you write your diary. But actually... Apparently, there was a person who came on the the radio or the news at that time and Mm -hmm. said that if you are, you know, a Denmark citizen and, you know, you are having to be a part of this Nazi occupation, that you should Mm -hmm. write your experience because Mm -hmm. it will be valuable for people to be able to hear like your firsthand experience. And so that is why she wrote the diary of Anne Frank. Like that's what like that was an initiative that had been put out. So when you. When you see like people that are like documenting their experience in in Gaza, you know, and they're like telling mm-hmm. their stories, like it's mm-hmm. not something like that's necessarily new. It's something that actually has been utilized in the past to endear people all over the world to like mm-hmm. the firsthand experiences versus like a journalist reporting it. You know what I mean? Right. And I right. just thought that was something that I had never known in terms of context. All right. Now, something else that I learned this week. Okay, this is random, but did you know that pigeons are not good at making nests? They're like notoriously (laughs) bad at making nests. And so pigeons will literally just like bring a twig and a piece of grass and then just lay the egg. (laughs) 
like so I saw like all these pictures of people who like showed like in the city in New York City like a pigeon uh-huh. just like laid an egg like on their fire escape Ooh. with literally like two twigs and a piece of star and a piece of yarn. Ooh. I'm just waiting to see the pigeon who uses like a braid that fell out of somebody's head, you know, <laughs> off of an edge that just had let, it had, had too much. <laughs> like I want to see a pigeon in New York building that's out of that because I be seeing tumbleweaves all the time when I'm in New York, and that's just Please. perfect for a lazy pigeon. Okay. Now the last thing I learned, which I just was just so surprised, there are going to be. 80 bird species, nearly 80 bird species names mm-hmm. with racist roots that are about to be changed. Uh, I didn't hear about this. Yes. Yes. So the American Ornithological Society announced Wednesday that all common English language names of bird species named after people, along with other monikers that have been deemed offensive, Mm-hmm. in primarily the U.S. and Canada will be renamed. So the president of the AOS said there is power in a name. And some English bird names have associations with the past that continue to be exclusionary and harmful today. Y'all, because many bo- many birds sport names that come from white men with objectively horrible pasts. <laughs> like, so this group, Bird Names for Birds, a grassroots initiative, it's crazy how many initiatives there can be. Whatever you trying to do, there is an initiative already there for you, okay? Listen, the Hammond's Flycatcher, for example, is mm-hmm. named for William Alexander Hammond, a former okay. U.S. Surgeon General. Okay. Okay. Well, check okay. this out. Hammond held racist views towards both Black and Indigenous people and wrote... That black people specifically were of little elevated in mental or physical faculties above the monkey of an organ grinder. Now he wrote it. Wrote it down. He said, Mm -hmm. I want to put this on record. (laughs) So the executive director and CEO of the American Ornithological Society said, you know what? We're going to switch this up. Exclusionary naming conventions developed in the 1800s, clouded by racism and misogyny. And it doesn't work for us today. And the time has come for us to transform this process and redirect the focus to the birds where it belongs. Well, you know what? We always say that uh, people be a bird when they dumb or, you know, they they foolish. And we got to stop mm-hmm. because it seemed like the bird society, they the ones that got it together. They right. on the right foot. And those are my things I learned this week. Now, remember, I would love to hear you all's things that you've learned this week. Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back with more of the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We up, we up, we up, and you have reached the Amanda Seals Show. I, Amanda Seals, I'm not available to pick up right now, but I've been thinking about you. So go ahead and let me know what's up. You can get in on any of our topics or let me know what you think about the show. After the beat, leave me a message. Now, Amanda, I think you're going to know this already, but I bet a lot of people don't know, like I didn't know, that you can grow loofah in your backyard. It comes from a plant that grows in the dirt off of like a little shrub or something. I saw it on the show and I couldn't believe it. I assumed it came from the ocean. And in fact, on the show, they even said that many people believe that it comes from the ocean. But you can grow the plant in your backyard then you peel off the outer part. And the loofah is inside, looks just like what you buy in the store. And all you have to do is kind of clean it up a little bit. And that is it. Couldn't believe it. There you go. Anyway, (laughs) that's it. That's something I learned today. Things I learned this week. 
Yeah. Love All right. it. Thanks. Bye. I guess I thought Lufa was from the sea. <laughs> I don't know where said. I thought it was from. It's one of the things I don't think about until like, oh, I guess that has to come from somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling. It's definitely in the yard. I definitely thought it was from the ocean. So that's why we love things I learned this week, y'all. Look, all of us just got some knowledge. And that can be a way that you can be a part of like conservation. Grow your own loofah. Mm-hmm. There we go. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the the seal show it's your favorite gal amanda seals and uh it's friday can you believe it we did it mm. it is friday mm-hmm. did you know it's december 8th but on this day back in 1993 the nafta north american free trade agreement was signed into law by president bill clinton this ruined a lot of things for caribbean oh. countries like grenada uh, it established a free trade zone in North America. It was signed by Canada, Mexico, and the United States, and it lifted mm-hmm. tariffs on the majority of goods produced by the signatory nations. But there were a lot of Caribbean nations that used to be very big exporters of certain products. For instance, in Grenada, mm-hmm. we were big exporters. We were like the number one exporter of spices after India. But after okay. this, um, and I don't know the reason why, but after this, it made that not no longer the case, and we were no longer like the top pick for that so there's that um so you know it's a doozy but coming up this hour we're spreading more black joy comedian tony baker will join us for another edition of picky picky for the record and we'll check the voicemail okay all that is going on at the amanda seal show I know I just got tuckered out, like literally in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> I just literally got like tuckered out. Hit me up, y'all. 1855-Man8. That's 1855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Don't move. <laughs> Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. And it is time to give you another one of these wonderful stories. A story of black joy. All right, y'all. It's the holiday season, and the Sigma Rogue chapter of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated is exemplifying the spirit of giving by generously donating hundreds of suits to the nonprofit organization Jackets for Jobs, which is committed to empowering individuals through professional attire and career development. So, you know, the fraternity's timely contribution aligns with the mission of Jackets for Jobs, which is to distribute suits, ties, and food to men in need, especially during the holiday season, truly embodying the essence of being a blessing to the men Detroit. Now, along with the men of Omega Sci-Fi, also every Detroit mayor from Kwame Kilpatrick to Mike Dugan have generously donated a suit to champion the organization's mission as well. Jackets for jobs. You need a jacket for a job, y'all. That's where we at. Blazers. It's so many. (laughs) Like, that's so specific, but it's so ridiculous that it's actually really necessary. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you need to have a certain level of attire But nonetheless, we love it. Now, Detroit Mayor Kwame Kilpatrick, um, I don't know if y'all want to wear his suits because it might be some bad luck in there. Might be some bad luck in there. He done done been down a road. He done been down a road. Okay. 
But uh, <laughs> nonetheless, we appreciate all the efforts being made. Shout out to the Sigma Rho chapter of Omega Psi Pod. And, uh, you know, carrying forth the essence of the fraternity, sorority mm-hmm. institutions, which is service mm-hmm. to the people and the community. We got more for you. You should see Supreme, like, sit up straight as I'm saying this. Um, Shout out to everybody here at the Amanda Seal Show who is a member of a fraternity and a sorority. That does not include me nor Jeremiah. We'll be right back. (laughs) The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Amanda Seal Show, Del- delving deep, deep into your favorite creator's musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records, and it's one of mine, too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and I am joined by comedian Tony Baker for another edition of Thicket Thicket for the Record. Okay, you know what it is. I'm going to give him the scenario. He's going to give me the song. Okay, first off, Mr. Baker. Yes. You are a comic. You have been doing this for a long time. You know when you really laid it down. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Mm. When you get off the stage and you know you killed, what is the record that you are feeling? Annie Up by M.O.P. I love this. Yes, yes, yes. Annie Up, man. That, <laughs> that song charges me up like no other. Don't that fool! <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I... So, okay, but see, Annie Up is very specific, like, ruckus, like, loud hip-hop, like, New York, though. Like, that's a very underground kind of New York-y yeah. type vibe. Would you consider yourself a hip-hop head? 100%. Okay. Yes. Now, wh- like, where did you, where did your connection to hip-hop go Because happen? Because, you know, we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop, and we've been celebrating it right. all year long right here on the show. Yes. Um, for me, uh, you know, I'm 46, for those that don't know, so I grew up. I guess at the beginning of it all, kind of sorta, you know what I'm saying? And so I have I'm the youngest of three boys. So what my brothers were listening to would trickle down to me. So, you know, they listening to Run DMC. Well really my middle brother Scott. He listened to Run DMC, Audio 2, MC Light, uh, Special Ed, Public Enemy. So I'm getting all of this hip hop coming in. Mm-hmm. But it still it still doesn't feel like my own grasp of it just yet. I'm just listening to what he has. I'm just like, okay, right. okay. You all you always know the moment when you personally dug in mm-hmm. yourself. And that moment for me came in '93 when I heard End of the Wu Tang 36 Chambers. And I was just like, I was coming, I was I was listening to more R and B at that time. I was listening to Sons of Soul by Tony 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 intro 
Mary J. Blige. Okay. And then okay. I heard Wu Tang Clan. It was the history of chess boxing. I heard Old Dirty Bastard. And I was like, I was like, yo, who who is this? And they was like, they was like, Wu Tang Clan. Who? Wu Tang Clan. And from that moment on, I was a fiend for hip hop. It, it, it was in that moment in Larone's car. I was in the back seat, just like. That was the moment where hip hop snatched me up by the collar for real. I was just talking about this today. We, you know, that that moment when it snatched it for me, it's uh, Spody O D Doubleicious Angel. When I heard that, oh wow, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, what? This is okay. All right. Yeah. Next scenario. Okay. Now we know that you be doing the voiceovers for the animals, mm-hmm. but you also have animals. Yes. What would be the theme song for your animals in your house? Uh, okay, Midnight. For Midnight, that's my black cat. He's the he's the hard head of the crew. So, for him... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do, for Midnight... I'm gonna do what these just want from us <laughs> by DMX. <laughs> and why I picked that song is because I always want him to not do something. And so I'm sure he looks at me like, what this dude want from a <laughs> I'm gonna go with that for him because he he is just a hard head. He will watch me in the kitchen and wait till I leave and then try to hop up on the stove. <laughs> um, and so Dapper, he's a tuxedo cat, right? That's why his name is Dapper. He he, he comes off very insecure, so I'm gonna go Skilo. I wish. <laughs> wait, how does a cat come off insecure? <laughs> it's, it's just his energy, man. It's just like he he doesn't like he doesn't like hands. Like when you try to pet him with your hands, he yeah. like, ah, ah. it's just, if you could just. We gonna round out for the record with two more right here with Tony Baker. Y'all make sure to follow him at Instagram at Tony Baker to find out when he's gonna be on a mic in a city near you. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here and we are going picky picky for the record with comedian Tony Baker. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Tony Baker and find out when he is going to be on stage in a city near you and also get you some jokes while you're going throughout your day because he got the jokes on the Instagrams too. All right, now we got two more situations. Y'all know how it goes. I'm going to give him a scenario. He going to give me the song. Now you are very tight with Kevin on stage, with Tahir. Like we see y'all working together all the time. What would you say is the song for your bros? You know what I'm saying? For y'all when y'all are rolling. Um, I'm gonna go with Scenario by Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, who's Busta? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Busta to Kev because Kev's the loudest of us. <laughs> like he he's the he's the loudest when we get together. So I'm gonna give that to Kev. Um, I'm gonna give Fife to Tahir. Okay. Tahir's gonna kick it off. We're gonna kick it off with Tahir. Um, and then Josh is the videographer when we go on tour and stuff. So I'm gonna give him uh I'm gonna give him Dinko. Okay, all right. I'll do the Q tip. <laughs> and then Brandon Lewis will be uh Brown. 
Brown. Yeah. Yep. Brown. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Last one. Last one. Speaking of the genuineness, you are genuinely an old head. Uh, yes. You know, you 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 said that when you started doing stand up, you felt like you were the older person in the room because you started, you know, late. Um, and then you said right. earlier, and for the record, that you used to love R and B. So I want to know what is the song that you play when you're in your grown and sexy mode? Oh, we're grown and sexy now, huh? We're grown and sexy. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> we're grown and sexy now. I'ma do I'ma do uh I'ma take it to my favorite male singer of all time, Marvin Ooh. Gaye. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna do I Want You. Cause I, I think that's yeah. a super mm-hmm. sexy vibe right there. You know, a lot of people might be like sexual healing, but that's too on the nose. Like I want you <laughs> like, you know. You know what I mean? Like, you so, know what I want from you. It's not that I want, I don't yeah. want you to just come and have, you know, a sandwich with me. Right. You know what I mean? I want us to right. make a sandwich, if you know what yeah. I mean, if you follow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with Marvin because Marvin is just, you know, he's my favorite male singer of all time. So I'm going to give it to Marvin. Now, okay, so are, but are you married now? No, I'm single now. I'm as single so you- as, as as that microphone over there. <laughs> Big single. Talk about it. Big single. So when you date, do you feel like the women expect you to tell jokes the whole time you're on the date? You know, surprisingly, no. Um, I think I think they look for if they're familiar with me as a comedian and they they've seen me at a show, or whatever, and they know what I do. I think they naturally I'm funny. Like naturally, there's just mm-hmm. I'm silly naturally. So when they do talk to me, like when we hang out on a personal level, they're genuinely surprised at how you know transparent and normal Seriously. and like you know regular I am. And so it's just like, and I don't I don't like to for you know you know Amanda. Some comedians are never off. You yes, be like, I'll be like, yo, turn the turn the comedy off. Just be regular. <laughs> yes. they, they can't do it. Stop running bits. Stop running bits. Man. Please. You can tell. <laughs> just, just be a normal human for one second. They be like, well, what about you? You're running a bit, bro. And so <laughs> I try not to never feel like that. And so, um, but yeah, so I think they're genuinely surprised at how human I am. Y'all, you know what it is. It's Sticky Sticky for the record right here with Tony Baker. Make sure you follow him on Instagram at Tony Baker. He will be in a city near you. Run it down real quick where you're going to be in these next few weeks because folks can definitely still get tickets. For sure. I will be in Tacoma, Washington, December 7th through the 9th at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club for five shows. (laughs) I will be... I will be uh, in San Francisco December 15th and 16th at Cobb's Comedy Club. And then uh, New Year's Eve weekend, I will be in Orlando, Florida that Friday and Saturday at the Orlando Improv. Oh, and New Year's Eve night, Tampa Improv, one night only, two shows. So, uh, yeah, pull up if you are in those areas. All right, now, that's Florida for you. Shout out to all my Florida folks. Tony, thank you again for joining us here at the Amanda Seals Show. You're always welcome back thank in you your time. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hello? 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 <laughs> gotcha! 
that. You know I'm old school. It's Amanda Seals from the Amanda Seals Show. I want you to go ahead and leave me a message. I want to know what's on your mind. I want to know what's in your heart. I want to know if you learned something. Drop it after the beat. You know what to do. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Amanda, one of the end of James from Dallas, I was listening to the show and, you know what I'm saying, talking about the NFL players, you know what I'm talking about. Real quick, it lets you know that, you know what I'm saying, these billionaire owners and their constituents and all their business partners, they all own the NFL. So if it's going to help them look good and make them more money, they're going to let them do it. Black people ain't really interested in the NFL, you know what I'm talking about, beyond being on the field, making them money, you know what I'm saying, selling jerseys and tickets in their stadiums and all that, you know, but the affairs off the field, you know, I mean, that's the obvious, you know what I'm talking about. I think what is now being seen is, is that you now are starting to see who owns these teams and what affiliations they have. They try to stay ambiguous as much as possible, but I mean, it's hard to deny who you are and what you stand for and what your foundation is. I mean, it's just starting to come out now. Um, I feel like all of that is true. I think sometimes what frustrates me is that once we identify what's true, it's like we just like accept it. You know, mm-hmm. like we'll just be like, yeah, that's how it is. So, ba-dum-bum. and I think mm-hmm. what's happening is we're seeing more people say, yeah, that's the truth and it should not be. <laughs> and we, sh- you know, and can- how do we challenge for there to be something else to happen? So much to me that we have. Uh, identified as harmful or hurtful to like our society at large are things that really could shift if there was just enough, you know, attention Mm -hmm. paid to them, not even Mm -hmm. pressure, just enough attention paid to be like, nah. I mean, when he says that the real money ain't coming from black folks with the NFL, I don't think that's accurate. First of all, black folks are the NFL. Like you can have all the teams. (laughs) If you don't have no players on the team, then what are you going to do? And it's not just like we're just players. Black folks mm-hmm. are giving star power. You know, they're mm-hmm. not just like on the field throwing the ball and catching the ball. Folks is out there becoming full celebrities because of their personality that they're bringing to their mm-hmm. style of play, the innovation, what they're doing off the field, etc. Mm-hmm. That's not even accounting for the fact that Black people as fans of the NFL in buying the jerseys, buying the tickets, watching mm-hmm. the games, mm-hmm. having, you know, being a part of fantasy football, all of that. Like we are a huge part of that whole system. And if right. it didn't get support, do you think that it would matter? If black people boycotted the NFL, you think they're not going to lose money? Absolutely. They're definitely losing money. Absolutely. Number kickers left, just straight yeah. kickers, <laughs> field goals. <laughs> so let's not undermine our power, y'all. We out here. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine. going to um I'm not going to decorate this year. I'm not in the Christmas spirit. What? Hmm. I'm going to get the tree. Decorate. I'm going to get the What'd you say? That's why you should decorate. Because you're not in the spirit. That'll help you. That's exactly what somebody told me, TJ. So I'm like, you know what? 
I'm, but I'm gonna hire somebody to do it. I'm not gonna do it myself. That's the thing. Like, unless, like, that means I gotta go to the storage space and get all the dang on stuff and all the daggone things. I mean, I'm gonna get the tree because my mom is coming and she's gonna do the tree and she always does a tree every year. It's a I'm whole like, thing. Yeah. Like, what is what is Amanda's mom's tree gonna be? So, you know, there's that. But um, do you know the you theme know? of the tree this year, or is it? A, I do. The theme of the theme of the tree this year is Barbie. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I kind of just gave it away. Usually I do a whole thing. So I guess I'll don't tell nobody. Y'all. Don't tell nobody. Um, so that's the theme of the tree this year. And she's already sent several boxes ahead of herself. Oh. <laughs> I love it. So see? there's that. So we'll see. I mean, listen, again, I'm not, it's not even like, um, it's not even like I am, um, like, like depressed or anything. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's not like a Scrooge by humbug situation it's more so just like I you know what it really is I don't feel like having to clean it up after I really okay that's true yeah I, I feel like like Valentine's probably <laughs> <laughs> there you go but Barbie so, is a neutral tree you can leave it up for a while I know I could I yeah could. it does fit your house too. I feel like it's just it's just one of those things where I'm just like ugh it's an exhibit. Having huh? to walk around. I always end up have I always end up like in March seeing something that I left up on accident. You know what I mean? And I'm like, why is that still here? Why there's there is a I'm looking at a Christmas ornament that is still hanging in this room from last year, right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hit me up, y'all. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody's having a good one. It's Friday and then we made it. We made it through the week, y'all. And in, you know what? In celebration of making it through the week, we want to hit you with a story of black joy. Now you're gonna love this story, Amanda, because you are a black dog connoisseur. So when Brooke Hart, a, t- a Texas woman, was searching for a black dog to gift a friend, she couldn't find none. So she decided to create her own line of black dogs. So she created Naturally. a dog line called HBCU. Y-O-U dolls featuring <laughs> dolls that represent students at HBCUs and now this mm. is the first and only HBCU doll, doll line that's sold in major retail stores worldwide so Brooke says she wanted to use her doll line as an opportunity to plant the seed of higher learning mm-hmm. and use them as a tool to teach history spread mm-hmm. our legacy and champion and highlight and preserve the legacy of historically black colleges and universities so she began designing dolls actually when she was furloughed during the pandemic and once she created the line she created a website, social media pages, began selling them online. You know how that go. But the cool part is eventually Purpose Toys, which is a company that supports black toy businesses, reached out to her to collaborate. And now her dog line is available, like I said, in major retail outlets around the country. I love this. I love mm-hmm. us. Black women, we really be like, you know, since I got some time. 
<laughs> Let me start an entire company. <laughs> like, right. Not just like I got for a load, so let me rest. No. No. You know what? Mm-hmm. Let me use my downtime to create an entire entrepreneurial venture. You better go, <laughs> sis. You bet to go. I wonder if the dolls include like what aspects of HBCU? Like, I feel like there should be like a majorette. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I feel like mm-hmm. there should be um there should be a hotep. Like Please. there should be <laughs> <laughs> somebody asking for meal swipes outside the cash. Mm-hmm. There should be just like <laughs> one white doll that's like the diversity high the diversity um admission. <laughs> like, I'm just very curious. This is this this feels like an entire world that she mm-hmm. could just continue to add to. And I would collect all of them. Okay. I would collect all of them. So shout out to Purpose Toys for picking up and uh, making HBCU dolls go to the next level. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. And it's time to hit you with the black spin. Okay, now this is going to really warm my heart to talk about because we got to talk about some hip hop albums that are turning 25 in 2023. Okay. Now that means that we're talking about 1999. (laughs) Okay. I want to shout out the whole class of 99. We are amazing. Yes. There's no one like us. We're the end of a century. Please. All right. So this was a time. So these albums, like they really are like very important to me. First and foremost, we have to talk about Lauren Hill's Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Like when this came out, People didn't know what to do, okay? Because it was like, she's really? rapping, she's singing. Oh, yeah, it, because she was in the Fugees, and then there mm-hmm. was Sister Act, and then it was like, but right. wait, like, you like, nice, 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 nice. And it was like super introspective in a way mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of like women rappers hadn't really gotten the opportunity to be. You were kind of either right. super sexy or you were Anita Baker. Like, those were your <laughs> options. And... and um Anita Baker is sexy, but like she's not, you know, posing like Lil' Kim. You feel me? You see where I'm going with this? So it was really dope. And it was just also such quality vocals. Like on Mm -hmm. the real, like every song you were like, damn, even the extra songs? You're just too good to be true. You know, it was just like, it was just incredible. It was a time. It was a time. And I was there. Then we got to talk about DMX because your man dropped two albums in one year. Okay, and this was like unheard of. I don't even know. You feel free to chime in on this, Supreme, because that was was spectacular. It's like what? Early in the year, then later on, we getting two X albums. What? And they were equally dope. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he had records, records, and in the middle of this, there's also just like Rough Rider stuff going on, and you know, I, I really feel like we don't understand at this point how much it meant to drop a whole album twice. Because it feels yeah. like Cash just be putting out anything now. Like, it really anything. had to be a certain level of caliber for an album to get dropped. Also, because it had to go through so many hoops to get right. to the people. Okay? So, it was a big deal. This is also when Jay-Z Volume 2 Hard Knock Life came out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is a different type of time. Okay? It's a different type of time. Uh, Hard Knock Life comes out and people are genuinely like, what is happening. Did he just mix Annie? Yeah. With like, hip hop? Yeah. And 
You know, that speaks to the brilliance of Jay because it really was a transition to the mainstream. Like mm -hmm. he took the most mainstream thing you could get, which is Annie, and made it into a hip hop record. And we saw overnight hip hop become mainstream. And it was never the same after that. Do you agree, mm -hmm. Supreme? I absolutely agree. Like it went from, you know, reasonable doubt Jay streets is mm -hmm. watching to, to like the white kids in high school knowing who Jay-Z was. At right. That time. <laughs> right. They playing him and in the car. <laughs> it wasn't like on some gangster rap type of vibe. It was more right. so like material rap, I guess. Like it just went to a different level. And I was there at the Hard Knock Life tour <laughs> with both Jay-Z and DMX. I've talked about it in the past. I will always talk about it because again, I was there. Mm. All right. I was there. And last but not least, Outcast Equemini. Y'all. Yeah, that, that was another last when I first started liking like down south hip hop. Like, oh, these guys got something right here. The South got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I was this is when I was coming into my love of hip hop because I was dating Marquise and Marquise and Chris and Devin. I spent every day with them after senior year, like all summer. And they were, you know, brothers that was really into music. And I just remember riding in this Honda Accord dropped on tens listening to Equemini and of course there was a okay. system the, but the car was dropped too low so like the tires would scrape when you turn <laughs> like and the and the paint on the car was like a tortoise shell I mean it was a mess I'll find a picture and show y'all but I just remember really when I heard this album really realizing like oh you love hip hop mm. like this was the album that made me say you love hip hop like you've been liking the music but this album right. is what made me say like nah you gotta you gotta dig Sick. in and and you had to learn the words to Spodioni and spoke in your face you're a superstar oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all don't even know what I'm saying about that man if you haven't heard any of these albums go back and check it out and you know what the honorable mention is 400 degrees dropped 25 years ago too and wow. every single track on 400 degrees still knocks i listen to it to this day wow 25 yeah. years that's crazy that means we're old yeah <laughs> that means we're old that's the black spin we'll be right back to the amanda seal show the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. That's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. We're going to head on out of here. I hope everybody has a great weekend. I hope you stay smart, stay funny, stay black. Uh, if you are going to um, get your decorations up for Christmas and whatnot, then I, I bless you because I don't got it. I don't got it. So if you, but if you got it, I will live vicariously through you all right because that is definitely an undertaking that i just can't see myself committing to this year uh remember to check out wherever you get your podcast to check out the latest episode of our show you know we talked about all sorts of good stuff today that you don't want to have missed out on and you can also check out the latest episode of my podcast small doses and watch it on youtube at amanda seals tv well you know what we are each other's business. It doesn't change. I say the same thing every day because it's the same thing every day. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See you on Monday, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.